How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? You don't know that I got to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much is you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. It was all good just a week ago. Niggas feel they sell. And they watch the throne drop. Niggas kill they sell. What niggas gon' do, ho? It's a new crack on a new stove. I'm in two, though. True that. Niggas telling me, you back. Like a nigga ever left about this bitch, huh? And if life a bitch, they suck my dick, huh? And I bet she fucked the whole clip, huh? By the way, nigga, you should fucking quit, nigga. Just forget it. You talk it, I live it. Like Eli, I did it. Jokes on you, motherfucker, and I get it. <laughs> no paper, ho, but you can have some more of me. Origi, or are we speaking metaphorically? Historically, I'm kicking bitches out like Pam, nigga. Going ham, nigga. Me and Jigga. And the nigga still young. When I had no kids, but I've been practicing with some actresses as bad as shit. Had a few white girls as bad as shit. But the hair's so good, damn a nigga glad he hit. Got him jumping out the building. Watch out below, a million out the door. I'm about to go ham. Hard as a motherfucker, let these niggas know who I am. I'm about to go ham. Hard as a motherfucker, let these niggas know who I am. Y'all mad at me for? Y'all don't even know what I've been through. I played chicken with a Mack truck. Y'all motherfuckers with a bin move. I swam waters with great whites. Y'all motherfuckers with a bin chew. I hustle with vultures late nights. Y'all motherfuckers with a bin fool. Fuck on these dudes. Try to walk around in these shoes. See the shit I suck growing up. Then maybe you can take a peek at these fools. Niggas fantasize about this shit that I do daily. The jewels is flirting me, damn if I'm hurting. Legend in two games, like I'm Pee Wee Kirkland. Platinum on the block with consistent hits. While Pharrell keeps talking this music shit. Patty cake, patty cake, I'm the baker's man. I bake them cakes as fast as I can. And you can tell about, you can tell how my bread stack up. And the sky's in this rap, so the feds back up. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back for another week. Uh, this Thursday, we're actually doing it via Skype, if you can't tell already, because um, I have a code and I didn't want to give it to everybody. Nah, we don't want Justin the wheel here. We're giving it to his baby, no thank you. Yeah, we'll end up affecting the whole family. Yes. And I mean, I think all the black people I know are coming down with this, this weird type of flu. Right in time for, you know, like Larry said earlier, the Black History Month. 
And I'm, I'm calling it. I'm calling it the nigga flu. It's the only thing. I, I don't know. No white people. No white people in my job sick. It's only. It's only me. Are you sure it ain't the chicken flu? I think it's the nigga flu. Karen, I, I think you ain't got it because your credit rating is a little higher than mine. So. Anyway, I think, it's too funny. I think it might do background checks or some shit like that. Um. Well, I'm glad, dear. I don't want your code, no, sir. And I guessed our two people that we've had on before separately, yes, but. Um, we never had them all at the same time. This and, should be uh, fun. But you know, of course, the first voice you heard was the legendary, you know, infamous, aka Hollywood, Larian, <laughs> Larian, <Larry>. what's up? <laughs> aka the Simpson. <laughs> what's going on, Larry? Couple of them, couple of them. I'm feeling good to be now. Chilling, man. We chilling. Hey, um, Larry, and so, you know, I forgot to check with you guys before, you know, uh, getting y'all on, but, you know, is there anything you want to really promote other than, uh, you know, Yeah Right Radio? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool, and man, we, um, I'm trying to do a Super Bowl show. That's, that's my, uh, the next big thing for us, or whatever big thing, whatever. I'm trying to do a Super Bowl show, uh, hopefully before, um, before the Super Bowl, so. It's nothing big, man. I'm just here to show love and support, man. Alright, cool, man. I asked, I asked both of these people on here to be on at the last second because, you know, I, I, I wasn't even sure we were doing the show today. I wasn't so, sure either. I was like, you yeah, know. Yeah, I saw that. I saw you tweeting like, yeah, I, this pair of flu ain't working. I was like, nigga, you better get it. Yeah. <laughs> I got work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Keith and the girl are going to be lasting but so long. I've been through the 40 acres set. I'm, you know, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I need some more podcasts to get through. I'm, I'm caught up with Jonella. I'm good right now. <laughs> I, I can't even front, man. I thought about them donations. I was like, let me get my ass uh or get right. Cause yeah. People giving money and shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to take their money and be like, nah, I'm good, homie. I'm going to sit this one out. Yeah, they, they take it kind of personal. Um, and, of course, the other voice you heard, if you haven't figured it out by now, is Deidre, a.k.a. Miss Music Lover. Yes. Um. What's going on, Deidre? Make sure you plug, you know, your uh, your, your, your blog and, uh, of course, Zilla says and whatnot. Yeah, hello, everybody. I'm a little sick, too, so I might be laughing with the cough on the end. But, um, actually, you can check me out at MissMusicLover99.com. I'm also writing on Zilla says, so check me out there. And then also, you can check me out um, on Where's My 40 Acres. A lot of the interviews and them laughing at me that's that's me so <laughs> check me out there all right cool man and um you know of course the official weapon of the podcast is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes sir and you can find this podcast by searching for the black guy who tips on itunes facebook and podomatic um you can also also email the show the black guy who tips at gmail.com and you can call the show and leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. Uh, that's the voicemail number. We answer those on Saturday. And, um, you know, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again, that as in D-A-T. And uh, you guys are on Twitter, too. Um, Larry, what's your Twitter name? And then, Deidre, you give yours. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, at Simpsay, S-I-M-P-S-E-I. Um, follow me and learn the ways of the show. 
<laughs> uh, mine's Miss Music Lover, which is M S M U S I C L O V E R, and uh, definitely hit me up. I'll hit you back up. Uh, my, my, I for sure that name. I thought it had to what? be fancy or some shit. I was like, it's got to have like the number three in it or some shit. You just I, Miss Music Lover. It's just Miss Music Lover. No numbers, no nothing. Yeah, I don't that, know how I got it, but. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Some dude hit me up this week and was like, he never spoke to me before on Twitter or nothing. He don't follow me. He just hit me up and was like, that should be my name. <laughs> Yo, and his, his 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 name wasn't even close to, to having nothing to do with the name Rod or the Transformers or nothing. So I hit him back and was like, why? And he just never responded. <laughs> wow! It was just pissed. Like, you know, fuck this bullshit. He got on Twitter like, I'm gonna start Twitter. I'm riding this crime. Yeah. This nigga ain't even no transformer. He got an avatar made up of everything. <laughs> he looks nothing like Optimus Prime. I'm pissed. That nigga had to create I, I, I expected a white dude the first time. I was like, riding this prime. I was like, let me see this. Oh, shit. This is rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to like dude had to create a whole regular ass name with like his real name just so he could come on Twitter and tell me I wasn't worthy of the, of the prime handle. Yeah, he probably logged off. And he never gonna get on again. That was it. And I, and I wanted to tell you, he only, he only created Twitter account just to tell you, fuck you for taking this name. <laughs> <laughs> He's an actor. This yeah, is shit. This is just for that. <laughs> he got one tweet. Yes, and I want to let you guys know that Larian and Music Miss Music Love, they are wonderful people to follow. They're both funny. That we interact with you. And for those that are following me, because maybe my followers have gone up. I am proud of myself. Uh-oh. Hey, I've been getting a lot of new followers. And for those that are following me, I promoted both of them on my follow Saturday. I'm too late to do it on Friday. I got up and go to sleep, so I did a follow Saturday. And I don't know what I'm gonna do one again, but both of them were on my list. So for those of you that follow me, follow them too. So I was honored. Thank you, thank you. If y'all don't, and uh, you know, for the listeners, if y'all don't hear me laughing out there, uh, it's because when I, every time I laugh, I cough. So I try, I'm trying not to laugh too much. But if I say, if I see something funny, I try to say LOL or something so that people know <laughs> that I did find the shit funny. I just my chest is hurting. Um. All right, just man. Just care. Just be like, laugh for me. That's just for your son. Laugh here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you some life everlasting, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> That's what country ass. They just talk that South Carolina. Don't get what I know you ain't talking about country. <laughs> Chill. I'm not going to. I'm from Savannah. I'm not. South Carolina. I believe in life. Y'all believe in life everlasting. Like, y'all really believe in it. Like, oh, it's life everlasting. It's country. Wait, what? What is life everlasting? What's life everlasting? Right. Exactly. That old bootleg Charleston, Savannah. Let's stop that right now. Hey, what what is life everlasting, y'all? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's a root. <laughs> it's a root. <laughs> it's a root in the back of the she can't even say the shit without giggling herself, right? This is the same shit. It's like it's so crude. Come on, I hear him say that. I didn't say I wasn't country. I'm just talking about how you say you're not country and you from Savannah. I oh, okay. Country. Your air. Anyway, 
she was just mad at your indignation. She wasn't saying it wasn't it wasn't from the country. She was saying you supposed to how you gonna act like you ain't never heard. Well, all southern, I just want to call myself country. Shit, I'm well, I would. I know I'm country. I, I, I'm called, I'm called you country too. Right. <laughs> you country, Ron, please. You are. Well, well, look, I don't want to, I don't want to get too far off track. Let's just, uh, <laughs> now, De- yeah. that's cool, that's cool. Deidre, um, you were saying that you got tickets to the J. Cole concert by begging the college yeah, I had to um, finagle calls to Charleston to give me tickets to this J. Cole concert. He's he's coming on Saturday, and it's actually their homecoming concert for what? I don't know. I'm assuming basketball, but it's only available for, you know, the students, and they only had a limited amount of tickets for the general public. So I found out through the grapevine that he was coming, so I uh, I called the student life center that was selling these tickets, and I gave her this bootleg story on how much I love J. Cole. You know, he's changed my life. I want to have his baby. Like, I really put on the, you know, fireworks on this. She's like, you love J. Cole that much? I was like, oh my god, yes. He's just my life. Like, I sounded real stalker. But she she ate that shit up. She was like, oh my god. She's like, I'll have two tickets waiting for you. You just come that, you know, come by today during lunch and just tell them that Bethany sent you and you can have them. And my ass is down here, front and center, and I got my tickets. Did she give them to you for free? No. Okay. They, they, the tickets weren't that cheap. Like they were ten bucks. Oh yeah, that's like free. That's right. Now, Larry, Larry, did you hear that shit? Yes. What's now, that? are you thinking the same shit I'm thinking, which is there's no way a dude could have done that shit without them having to call the oh, police. Of course not. Yeah, you, I immediately uh-huh. think this. I'm like, all right. In the back of my head, I keep telling story the whole time. Goes, this some bullshit. Yeah. I find the cops out there to be like, nigga, please. Yeah. <laughs> and they would have said the same exact shit. Like, oh, I love J Cole. <laughs> I want to have his baby. All that shit. <laughs> you can't have his baby. No, they would have put they would have put you on a list like if that was like Alicia Keys or something. You was like a grown man that took off work to come to college campus and was talking about how you love Alicia Keys and you want her to have your baby. They would put you on some kind of a list, dog. Yeah, right. with my picture and shit. Like I wouldn't even be allowed on the yeah, he'll mess around and then she'll be like, sure, come on in and when you walk in there, Chris Hands to go pop her behind a desk and like, have a seat right there, sir. Have a seat. Have a seat. Chris, he's an adult. <laughs> but you're crazy, sir. Have a seat. Yes. Nonetheless, you have a seat. Yes. L O L. You know, I don't think it's me because it's Black History Month or whatever, but hey. I don't know. Hey, you got the tickets, so I mean, the, 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 I ain't hating. The ends justify the means, I yes, guess, sir. but I'm just, I was just, when you told me that, I was just like, that is so crazy because I, I, I didn't know you could do that. I would have never thought of that shit. And then not only that, when you said that, man, it makes me remember how broke college students are. Because, you know, as adults, you pay full price. Mm. Them same tickets would have been like some 40, 50 dollar tickets. I got it for 10. I'm like, 10? I'm like, damn it, that is free. But when you're in college and you living on pennies and oodles right. and noodles, $10 is a whole lot of damn money. Yeah, that, that $10 is like $100. Yes, so. sir. You can make it stretch. Hey, well, and also, That's man. That's why I like frequenting college campus shows. Right, and for. Because I already know what it is. 
for and for a hip hop concert, that's probably a really good venue because you know most of the people going got a future and you know they trying to make it. Yeah. Like sometimes I don't go to concerts in Charlotte sometimes just because of who I think will be there at the concert. Say that again. I ain't got shit to do with the act. Mm. I, like Kanye coming, I'll be like, yeah, uh, them tickets ain't high enough. Yeah. Not only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. like regular, like what is the dress code? Is it you can wear sweatpants and sneaks to this shit? Nah, I ain't going. Nah, yeah, yeah, y'all holler at me. Yeah, I'm afraid I get robbed before and after the show. So no, <laughs> thank you. You know he's robbed by the same person. Yes. No, I would say like J Cole too. You know he's always talking about he 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 hates Sally Mae like everybody else. So you know. We all know we they were late and stuff, so I think that is gonna be a I, good show. Yeah, I that, think he paid them off now. I hope he paid Sally May off now. I hope Jay gave him enough money that he could be like, you know, yeah, Sally May cool now. I paid her money. Cause he's only saying fuck Sally because you know he owes Sally money, and you know people have a tendency to do that shit. It's the worst attitude to have. But I know I've been there. Like man, fuck you. And in all honesty, I owe them people money. I really ain't got no right to say fuck you, but. I owe Sally Mae, and I still say fuck you. Wait, who is Sally Mae? Is that the loan? The, um, student loan? The loan company. Oh, is that what y'all call it? That's the name. Of it. No, that is the name of one of them. Oh, oh one of them. Okay, I'm going to say my shit. Oh, ACS. Oh, one of scholarship. Oh, that's what's going on here. Oh, I was like. Scholarship Negro. Yeah. No, it's not that. It's when y'all said Sally Mae, I was like, damn, whose grandma is they talking about that went and bust her mattress to get y'all money? I'm not understanding. Who the hell is Sally Mae? Man, we're all the same age. That was a loan company when I went to school. That was one of the, you could go like City Bank, Sally Mae. Those was one of the people you could choose, huh? Right. Yeah, I think when my shit got consolidated, it must have changed the name. I don't remember what it, what it was originally. Um... Alright man, so let's do some fucking podcasting. Um uh man, we we are killing these long ass intros lately. <laughs> it's been tw- I love 20 it. minutes, 30 minutes, I'll be like, oh shit, that is right, we're doing the show, ain't we? I forgot some good people have structure on this show. I don't mind. I don't mind. We don't mind. Um so I you know, I had I was sick this week and uh I came in Monday. And I hate that feeling when you know you're gonna get sick. Like, I was at work all fucking day, and it just felt like, fuck. Like, I, and the thing is, like, you would think, like, when I was young, I used to be like, cool, I get to miss work. But now that I'm grown, I'm like, man, the work gonna be piled up when I get back. You know, I, I'm not gonna enjoy these days off. You can't do shit when you're sick. Like, I had no energy. I couldn't even play fucking Xbox for a whole day. Like, that's I how know. tired I was. Well, he went not tweeting and stuff. I mean, they, they know something wrong with you. If you ain't tweeting, playing Xbox, and doing, you know, five other things at the same time. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was just waking up looking at my at replies like, damn, I wish I could get back to you, but I, I'm about to pass back out. <laughs> um, so, I had to call in to work, and that's the worst feeling, too, because, like, it's cool if, if you calling in and you leaving a message, but it sucks when you know your fucking boss is going to be there to answer the phone. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I don't, I don't know why, man. It just brings you back to childhood, like you're calling your dad or some shit. <laughs> I feel like I was letting my dad down and shit because I, I didn't have my direct manager's number, so I had to call, like, the manager's manager 
Oh, so you didn't call yeah. up the ladder. Yeah, I'm like, I'm calling the fucking director to tell him I'm not coming to work. <laughs> Wow, why don't you have that number? I got it now. I was about to say. Uh, but, uh, I think I got it now, yeah. It's because, uh, it's, it's cause, uh, in the directory, our manager, my, you know, my, my manager, her, her number wasn't in there by her last name. I guess she changed names since she's been at the company. Okay. So I had to basically search for his name oh. and then answer that way. And, um, you know, the first day I told him, hey, I'm sick or whatever. Then the second day, and I don't know if he was just saying this because, you know, he's obligated to say it or if he was trying to be like, you need to come your ass in. But he was like, <laughs> he was like, well, you know, after the second day, you have to bring a note. If, uh, if you take yeah. a third day off. That's some bullshit. Are you serious? Yes, jobs get on my fucking nerves with making all these pointless rules and regulations trying to scare your ass thinking they're going to fire you. But but I remember when you're sick, you're sick. And and it's so um it's very irritating because I got sick at my job and um I was not feeling good like I said like right said the day before I went feeling good and I got up and I didn't even look good. Roger looked at me and said, You need to stay at home. I was like, nah, I'm gonna go to work. Man, I got at work. Next thing I know everything's spinning and I'm up checking in the trash can. I went to my supervisor, looked at her ass, I said, like, I don't know what's going on, I don't know what you're gonna do, you do what you gotta do, I'm taking my black ass home. Right. You know, and I was out for the rest of the week. Yeah, and I mean, it's—I I don't know. Y'all guys have to make that call, like, and and the thing is, man, I, I refuse to like coon it up and do acting classes because I'm, I'm not coming in. Like, I got that much respect. Like, I'm a grown ass <laughs> man. I'm not gonna be there like. You go with that pride. There you go with that pride. See me? <laughs> I didn't want to call. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to call in to start whispering in my slave voice like, oh, I got to get out of work. So I just called in and was like, you know, I'm sick. I can't come in. And I don't know if he thought that the the brashness of my voice required him informing me of that note thing or what, man. I don't know. Y'all y'all ever had to call in? Yeah. Yeah. When they hit you with the note. I just get excited. I'm like, oh, nigga, I will go get a note now. I mean, if you will put it that way. Because, see, the thing is, the doctor will have my ass really laid up. See, yes, when they perk up, they feel real. Like the doctor be like, listen, sir, you need to take the next three weeks off. I'm like, I'm trying to tell you, let me handle this. Because if I go to the doctor, they're going to tell me to take, like, the next four days off because you don't want to get anybody sick, blah, blah, blah. You know, so whenever they try to pull out the rules and regulations, I like to hit them with the extra paperwork. And right. like, well, what's HR so I can take this down to them too? I want to make sure everybody has all the proper documents. That's right. Well, I was. Well, we ain't never got to come across it because he was just trying. You could, uh, you right? Know, he was going back. He's like, this nigga ain't sick. And he might say, "Y'all, either way, you wasn't sick in his mind." Right. right. Yeah, man. My thing is that Roger really was sick, right. though. Like he was sweating bullets. I mean, he was. He wasn't even joking. Wasn't laughing. Now y'all know Roger. If he ain't laughing, cracking jokes, doing a hundred things, something is wrong. And my thing is like, what do I have to do? Sit and throw up on your ass for you go, oh, you might need to go home. That's stupid. Yeah. It, uh, it was just weird too, man, because like, if I wanted to go to the doctor, it would probably take me a couple of days to get a fucking doctor's appointment. Like, it's not like I yeah. can just walk into my doctor's office. Like, I don't know. This ain't Mayberry and shit. Like, you don't, I don't, I don't know the doctor by name like that where you just roll up there and be like, hey, can you see me? Like, no. 
Now I gotta call this motherfucker and be laid out of work a couple more days till I get a note so I can come back to work, which seems really fucking counterproductive. Yes, it does. Right. It is. My job's not like that. Go ahead. Mine's little, so I don't have to worry about no doctor's note or nothing like that. If I call in sick, I'm sick. But the problem with my, since my uh, company's so little, is that these, they're nosy as hell. So when last week when I called in sick, I was like, you know, I mean, it could tell majority of the week I was sick, you know. But I'm not, I really don't talk to them that much, but I was really like being antisocial. But, you know, Thursday call, tell them I'm sick or whatever. But these hoes want to ask you like five million questions like, what's wrong? Like they even took it back to the blood clots. Like, do you still have blood clots? Did you go to the hospital? Wow. Wow. Really? You want to cur- you know you want to put mouth on me again? Ask me if I got b- blood clots and stuff like that. That's the part that I hate because you know they extra nosy. Wow, mm, that's crazy, man. And I, I mean, just the thing with the cure all, just hit them with the cure all. You don't even have to say. I learned this years ago. You just say, "I'm not going to be able to make it in today for personal reasons." Personal <laughs> reasons kills all that shit. It really does. Like, in the minute they start asking anything more, you go, "Hey, hey, hey." Personal reason. Well, we we have a uh, yeah. get into it. It's personal. Well, we have personal days, but in order for them to designate like your time, you it has to be divided into these three categories. So you can only miss work for sick, personal, or vacation. Um, uh, so you only got two. That's the difference. Yeah, that's vacation that's, that's three. We got three. My last job before this was just like, look, it's all your time. So you use it how you want. So if you're gonna use it on vacation, use it all on vacation if you want to. But uh, you know they would allot your sick time in with your other time, which I like better because it's just like I need the day off. It don't matter. It's all coming from the same pot. But um, what was weird too, man, was like I felt the need when I came in today to not look as good as I possibly could look because I was like. <laughs> I was like, these motherfuckers probably, like, they treated me like they didn't trust me. Like, I was trying to escape the plantation or some shit. So now, <laughs> I walk into work, and I'm like, well, let me go ahead and not shave, and might as well not brush my hair, and go ahead and look miserable. Look the part, by the way. Look like I ain't supposed to be here yet. And and I was coughing, you know, because I still got a cough, but secretly, I was hoping the motherfuckers would catch it, man. I was like, I hope y'all all get it, so y'all know I wasn't faking. Then when your ass don't come in tomorrow, I could be like, hi, Ken. How did it work out for you? Yes, and the thing is that you have the the crazy-ass people who really, really are not sick and constantly call out. And that's why both, that's why jobs are like that nowadays. Right, yeah. You got so many, no. And on top of that, the thing about it is that people are see your track record. I'm here every day. That's what I don't understand. Like, like, what about... My track record says he like I put in so much work last week. Like I got single handedly caught up with all this shit that was behind because the month of December was crazy and got caught up on my own, just putting in work. I didn't do no overtime, just straight up busting my ass. And like, what about that? Says this is the kind of motherfucker that's gonna want to take a couple sick days that he don't really need next week and get all the way behind again. Like, what? The, why the fuck would I do that? That doesn't make sense. Like. I don't know, man. It, and maybe he was just doing it because he was, like, required to inform me, you know? Because it is company policy. Okay. So maybe he felt that he, you know, I should he's tell He's the dickhead manager. He's the dickhead. Like, that's their job. Like, I remember working. Y'all worked in restaurants, right? Yes, you know? sir. And when I did it, 
you know, and that, it was actually explained to me later on after I didn't work there because I used to just go there all the time just to hang out after work, uh, after work to get a couple of beers or whatever. It's like they do it by design to have like three different types of managers. So it's like the one manager that everybody likes and there's the other manager that everybody hates. Right. And then wow. that in-between guy. That's, yeah. that's by design so if they find out they got like two managers at one restaurant that like everybody likes they're like well, we gotta break this shit up and then huh. you know so he's just he was just the dickhead guy who has to implement the rules to buy the booker you know that's right. that's who it was especially cause he don't he don't know who to he probably has to look you up in the computer or some shit and you're like <laughs> uh, this is Rod Rod what's your real name sir yeah how'd you get this number how'd you get this line <laughs> Yeah. Fucking rocks around here. Yeah. I know who's your manager and supervisor. Why'd you call me, sir? Right. Well, I, I mean, it's, 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 are it's, you? Or seriously, are you? I mean, I know he. I know he is the dude that like is the disciplinarian around the place though, because he's like the same dude that like monitors everybody when they on break and when they take lunch and stuff like that. So, uh, the, but yeah, yeah, Deidre, my job is not a job where. It's like it's like two people in a bad marriage. Like they don't trust you, and that makes people try to get over all the fucking time. Yes, like sir. if they actually gave people more trust, people would be willing to put in more grind for them. Yes, they would. It's, at least that's the way I've seen it in my life. Like jobs that treat you like with some respect, people right. get that job more respect. You know, it's like they're not trying to nickel and dime that job. Like if uh, you know, if you show up. A few minutes early to your job, you're not like, how can I get these minutes on the clock? You know, you're just thinking like, fuck it, I got to work, I do my job. Right. But if they're, but this job is more like, you take a break at a certain time, and everybody has to do it at the same time. We need to know where you are at all times, and it's just so like constricting. So caring, wow. Yeah, so I feel like they've developed this relationship with their employees where they're constantly checking you to like checking y- your sincerity. About doing your job, and I'm like, I've never had a job like that since I've been an adult. Where I felt like this motherfucker is constantly checking behind me just to see if I'm doing not my work, not if it's right or wrong, but just shit like, what time did they get here? Well, and now what? it makes sense why when you call to be sick, it, you you know, it's like, dang, you know, am I, am I gonna get the third degree or whatnot? Yeah, they, they gonna act like they don't like you really ain't sick anyway. It's crazy, yeah. And on top of that, like I said, uh, the job I have is is kind of like that. It's not as strict as his is, but like for me, uh, Roger used to do like the time sheets. We've all, we we actually have to clock in and clock out at a computer that's at our desk at my job. So like it's really really time constrictive. Like if you're seven minutes, no, if you're eight minutes late, you're considered tardy, and the system will flag and it'll have all these. Red shit and all this stuff, and I'm like, oh damn, here we go again. Minute from late. Call me a nigger. Yes, that was just to say. You know, it'd be like, you're late again, nigger. We got you. Oh, it's nerve wracking. And so, like for me, it's it's a balancing act because, like Rocky said, you put like this. They act as though they don't trust you. They don't appreciate what you do, you know, and then they wonder why people don't interact with each other. They wonder why it's so quiet, why people don't go nowhere. Then they want to have this party shit during Christmas with all this fake going on. And you're like, nigga, you don't, we don't talk no other time of the year. Fuck you. I'm sitting at my desk to eat my lunch. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I mean, because because you, you, the, the environment is not a, like you said, not a happy and trustworthy environment. Like, yeah, yeah, we're not friends. No, like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, if nothing, if nothing else, it just proves that you, you're not friends. The only time employees really huddle up together is to be like, you know, hey man, this place sucks. You know, like that's not that's not good. <laughs> It's not good for nobody, man. No, then it's not. I'm blue collar, so we're a little bit different. We we kind of do hang out more, like we're more likely. Dang, more likely to get your call dropped. Government <laughs> 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 can't count on Larry. I'm gonna try to call him back to see if we can get him on. Pretty sure they ain't got the satellite on quick. <laughs> they ain't got to see moving around. They got the satellite drop on. No, he Hollywood. Yeah, he faded to black, man. <laughs> He black. Uh, one thing I can say, one good thing I can say about my job, they clean house, so they got new people on uh, on on like upper management. So they are trying to implement some changes. But when you have such a negative culture like that, it's very very hard to get supervisors and managers not to be as strict. Well, most of the time those changes come from the top anyway. Because I mean, getting a whole like a time card system. Like that's from the top. That's not, you know, like you that's didn't. True. They didn't come up with that stuff on their own. Like they think that that's the best way to manage their employees, you know. And they like they used to. When I first got this job, they said they used to have a different boss, and he would allow you to work these flex hours where you could work four ten-hour days, or some people's day wouldn't start until ten a.m. instead of uh, seven a.m. or ten or eight. Yeah, and they just work later on. And yeah, yes. But they he cut all that shit out, man. He was Dang. like. So, uh, you know, I think when you have a job like that, man, it does sap something out of you. Like you're, it does. You know, you don't want to work as hard. You don't want to go as above the call anymore, man. And see, I have, like I said, you know, my job is the, the company's really small. And the guy, our boss, you know, he's the owner. And we have a total of maybe six people in, you know, our department total. Mm-hmm. And... We're, I wouldn't say we're close. I'm not close knit with them. They think they're close knit with me because they they just run their mouth. You know, they yes. talk their business. I, you know, they don't they don't know nothing about me, and that's how I like to keep it. Snap. But it's like you know, nobody likes the boss because the boss is crazy. You know, he will curse you out in a heart. Well, he don't curse me out. He know better, but he will curse people out. In a heartbeat. Wow! So, like one this girl. She was talking to him, and, you know, everybody got cubicles, and, you know, he was in the cubicle talking to her back and forth, and he put his hand on her. Like, he grabbed her sweatshirt and shook her, and was like, do you not understand? Like, he didn't say it in a rude way, but he, that's just, that's just the mannerism he did it, like. And he still got his job? Girl, he, you know, he owned that shit, that's why, but the thing was, like, she didn't tell anybody, because, you know, it was. Uh, it ended up being, you know, he said, she said, because it was just them two in the cubicle. So she told me, and I was like, and you didn't cut the fuck up? You know me, I'd have acted up. She's yeah. like, I'm going to write him an email. Fuck an email, but do what you need to do. So she wrote him this little email, and, you know, she didn't hear from him, you know, for a few days. He didn't answer back. He, sit, you know, called her in the office and was like, you know, let's talk about, you know, the situation. That's what he calls it. But the way he did it was, he was like, let's do a conflict cloud. And he made it to, what did you do in order for me to punch you? That's how he flipped it. So in the end, she comes out crying, and she's feeling like shit, because he has to you know. I mean, he pretty much saying, you ain't, you worthless, you know, you're worth X, 
ethics stuff. You know, I mean, he's just giving like, all the negative vibes, all this stuff, and you know, but he still said he's sorry that he put his hands on him, but it was it was just like an abuser. Like, what did you yes. do? Put my hands on you. Wow. Person I work for is an Italian man that is a Republican from Long Island. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, that sounds like to me. It's still a lot of it's still a lot of Italian Republicans from Long Island. They ain't putting their hands on nobody. Yes. yes, <laughs> yes. Oh shit! Oh damn! Yeah. You should have told me that from the get go. One of those guys. Thing is, my boss, he knows what he can and can't do. Like he's a manipulator. Like I mean, I I, I got that from Jump Street. That's how he works. He figures out what your weakness is, and then he plays on that. So if you are, you know, a really big family person, he'll play on that, and he'll do it indirectly. That's how he works. But see, since I don't tell my business, he can't understand who I am. That kills him to knowing. He can't, because he always like, oh, did you, you know, you miss school. Nothing gets past you. You're right. I'm not about to be running around half crazy because of you. I know. You know so. Just because you want to be on your whole, you know, emotional, you know, downplay distress stuff. I, I, yeah. No, I'm not like that. And I'm not going to be like that. But that's how he works. But he yeah. has crazy in there. Well, speaking of hard workers, man, I was, it was last night, man, I, I think it was like 9 o'clock. I was watching uh, basketball. And I got a phone call, and um, you know, shout out to Uverse because when you get a phone call, it pop up on the TV. Yes, sir. Tell me who calling. I ain't recognize the number, but I picked up anyway. And it was Amy Higgins, who has a very, very rough Indian accent, uh, <laughs> calling me, calling me at 9 p.m. to try to get me to enroll in some type of program for my credit card. Um, and like what, what did the rules change on telemarketers? I thought they couldn't call you at the like certain times because like the law or something. They can call you any time of night now? No, I don't no. think they can. Um I know the r- rules have changed. I know now they can't call you on weekends. I know they changed that and I thought they couldn't call you after six. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's well, the six o'clock. Is they mm-hmm. can't call me if they don't want to get their ass whooped. That, that's the rule. <laughs> I go over to India. This is what I find out who the fuck called me. I mean, maybe it was maybe it was, uh, maybe it was six p.m. in India or something. But that's true. Like, I don't appreciate how she tried to play me though by having an American name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like right, right now you you already disrespecting. My whole intelligence in this conversation, man. And then you know how they start just talking in terms, and and you start kind of blurring it out because you just wait for a chance to tell them like you can get off the fucking phone. That's right. So um, and I was trying to be polite, you know. And uh, they was like, well, you know, if you sign up for the program, the program will do this, that, and the other, and then you will do such and such and such and such. And I was like, hey, uh, we're not about to be um doing that, like no. And so I told her, I was like, no, and then she kept going. Like, she was just, wow. like, I said no, and she was just like, fuck that shit. Kept talking. And then, <laughs> and then she, she was ending every question with a, every sentence with a question, even when it was a statement. So it'd be like, so we're just gonna go ahead and sign you up for the credit protector program, yes? Dang! <laughs> I was like, I was like, and so I was, I was watching the game, and as I was watching it, I accidentally said yes, 
Why? Because some other shit was more important. And you know, you know how it is, Larry. If women is talking. You just be like, whatever. Shut the fuck up. So I, she, she was talking. She was talking to me. Very intently. She was talking to me during the game. And I, I couldn't, like, my, my male jeans took over. Well, I was like, yeah, whatever. And then she kept talking, and I, I caught myself, and I realized I said, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm not signing up for this shit. Stop. Stop fucking with me. Get off my phone. And then she finally hung up. <laughs> yeah, while Roger was talking about that, we got, I think we got the same credit card company. And what they what they do, they think they slick. When I had to renew my card, you couldn't just renew it the, no, the normal way. When you call the 1-800 number, instead of you going through the prompts and it automatically signing you up, it forced you to go to the operator. And that's the same shit the dude tried to tell me. He goes through this long speed, and I was like, I don't want it. He was like, you sure? Your credit card might get stolen. I don't want the shit. Don't charge me. He was like, well, it's free. No, I don't want to have to call you back and cancel and forget you charge me. No, I don't want it. It's like they don't take no for a fucking answer. No means no. Do not rate me, credit card company. <laughs> that they're trying to up again. He is again. <laughs> a lot of jobs. Their <laughs> is like is like Uncle Ruckus on the Boondocks. He's got like every fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say, DJ? I'm sorry. Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that quarterback should have just part time. Like, that's some shit he does. Man, I bet Ben Roethlisberger can't wait for somebody else to rape somebody. I know. <laughs> oh, he's sick of you. He's always gonna be there. It wouldn't even matter. It'll be like it'll be like that picture of him and Tiger Woods, and like Tiger will get accused, but. And Roethlisberger was also like, damn it. I think he really did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'll rape us. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first story, I was like, yeah, this sounds kind of weird. Second story, I was like, man, this, this is, this started the third time. I'm like, yeah, come on. This nigga's pretty fucking rapey at the end of the day. He, he got rapey tennis. I mean, rape is a compulsion. So, like, people think, oh, you know, women would be throwing the pussy. Sure they would, but he don't want to throw that. He wants to. He want to take it. <laughs> yeah. He want to take it. And, I, and it's like, you know, he takes these little hits, college towns to go to, to be pushing up on these girls. Right. Then it's like this big motherfucker. And it's like all this money. You could go to Atlanta and get all the vagina you want. But you going to some. And it was in Millersville. Right. Yeah, Millersville, George. Are you serious? Well, y'all know he would love the laws. You know, Congress right now is sitting and trying to debate on what's considered rape and what's not considered rape. Yeah, they're trying to say if you know the person that raped you then that won't be considered rape anymore. But it's really that they're trying to pass laws so that they can um, make it where they don't have to pay for abortions that happen through incest or um, through, like, uh, statutory rape. And, and and the thing about that, most people get raped by people that they know, so that's some bullshit. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how... That's like eliminate 78% of the cases. Yeah, I don't know how you can be a Republican in good conscience. That's um, heartless, man. That type of shit. But, um, yeah, what, what, what I was going to say, though, is, um, I, like, the next person that raped somebody that's famous, he got to rape the hell out of somebody because 
Like, <laughs> there's no way, there's no way for Big Ben to get from under this shit, man. Like, with Kobe shit, we all had the tongue in cheek. Like, ah, he probably didn't really do that. And like, at least with the uh, comedy podcast, you know, I can't be sued for libel or slander. Um, but come on, man, Big Ben raping bitches, man. He is out here doing that shit, man. He's about that life. There's no, there's no mistake what this dude does. You don't get accused of rape multiple times in your life by accident. There's no dude that you roll with like that. There's just the dude that coincidentally gets accused yeah, of rape. Look at Mike Tyson. Look at Mike, right? Like Mike got the charge and Mike the jail. He's like bullshit, man. Mike can't take it, you know. And and then was it like two, three more cases of Mike being accused? No. Right. Fucking different. This nigga got one every three weeks. It was like, Ben raped somebody again. It's like, and now I got to start questioning the shit. Yeah. At first, the first, like I said, the first time you get this again. So guys out there, if you're thinking about, you know, Take it <laughs> no, I don't endorse that. Don't be like this. <laughs> I don't endorse Hollywood. Everybody's gonna be like, eh, who knows? He's too rich to take it. The opinions of Hollywood and Larry are his own. Yeah. They all been the same stories. Like, he's always been to these little towns, yeah. these little college towns. Like, the story's always been the same. So it's not like, you know, like y'all been saying, like, oh, it's the first time ah, I don't know you know she might just trying to get some money but when you got like six different stories and all of them are the same story but a different chick in a, just a different town then yeah like you need to do better yeah and like Roger was saying the opinions that were uh, made by Hollywood and Larry are not supported nor confirmed nor will we <laughs> condone any of that behavior it yeah. is not sponsored I, by the black guy the first rape the first rape is not on the house okay the no. first rape not on the house <laughs> I didn't say Rape them, I'm just saying, if you're going to, we're going to give you the benefit of the doubt on the first. Rape is a, is a gateway crime. We gotta stop. Stop getting <laughs> <in> the bud. <laughs> so what? It's gonna be like a cocaine, still like kingpin. How to get started in this game? Well, you know, at first, it's a young, I rape. And the next thing you know, I want to make a lot of money selling drugs. It's a, it's a, like, you're sick of your life. Alright. I don't rape, ladies. You That's know. what happened with the <laughs> That's wonderful. I don't rape. rape. No simp would ever. I don't know. rape either. <laughs> I have been. You would. She raped. She raped. Just read her tweet. She raped. I know she raped. I do not I rape. Don't rape. <laughs> you can't. You can't rape. You can't rape the willing. This big. She did. You, she did use a, a sex toy on a guy. So I don't know. He wanted it, but uh, I don't know. But that's the thing. I didn't ask for it. This was her request. That's not right. Yeah, I don't know if everybody heard that story because we didn't have it on our show. But uh, I know you talked about it on on Where's My uh, 40 Acres. But um, DJ used to date a dude that uh, he was in the military. You know what I'm saying? So it was don't ask, don't tell. So (laughs) he he had to ask his girlfriend... (laughs) <laughs> uh, Deidre to, to to fuck him in the ass with a dildo. I mean, wow. Yeah. And being the G that I am, and I was like, sure. <laughs> Feeling obligated. Right. <laughs> the devil is grinning when across her face. What's the only way to it was a grin? It's the only way to get to the prostate. So she had to do what she had to do. But um, so 
so like do you still talk to that dude like does he look you in the eye still with respect and stuff <laughs> actually i do not talk to him like we hate each other so no. wow well that's that's, that's even worse that's what happens the victim doesn't love well sometimes they do i guess but normally the victim doesn't love oh here you go now i mean it's it's a long story i mean afterwards about me and him we, how do you, yeah. but how do y'all even how does he ever win an argument if you fucked him in the ass like <laughs> that's the end of everything yes that's no manhood at all i'm sorry shut up nigga i'll fuck you in your ass shut up yeah <laughs> like you gonna respect me like the man i am in here damn it like when i was fucking you in your ass huh what yeah why you keep doing the whole shit the thing is, it's like, I think he's scared of that because, see, he's married now. And, I mean, if I, if I was a dirty chick, I could just, you know, blow his whole steam. He might be like, yeah, so what? I fuck him in the ass three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, like, he's one of those guys that, you know, was like, I don't know if you heard the podcast, was very conservative, you know. Just, just thought, like, anything that might be a little out of the norm was just, you know not acceptable like tattoos piercings anything like that so you know that request was kind of a shock coming from him but, but you, you have like tattoos you have piercings did you have tattoos. our dating i had a tattoo one tattoo when i was dating okay. i i had a pierce i had piercings when uh when we were dating i just had nipple piercings and he hated them he absolutely hated them see i think those dudes get with chicks like that because they had that freak side that they want to come out and then yeah. they just don't know how to really like pull it out you know because they hate that part of themselves and since wow. they haven't come to grips with that shit it's like they're hating on you indirectly but they ain't ready to throw your ass away because they still need to get that in confidence right they still need to get fucked in the ass uh, uh, like, uh, like uh, I can't we help dated, we dated for four years so it wasn't like a little uh, we dated for a long time yeah, I was a young and I was stupid. I took him out because he really he hated him. So I was like, I'm gonna take him out. So I took him out. So that was the fool on my part. But yeah, we dated him for years. So I mean, I don't know. But he he's the request. Wow. Huh? And my thing too is that I've said this before and I'm going to stick by this. Every man wants to marry and be with a girl that's a freak, whether he tell you privately or publicly. You know, so it's kind of right. weird that, you know, they don't want it to be known, even with the person that they're sleeping with. Yeah, it's a lot of missionary people out here, though, that's definitely um, getting with people that they think are the kind of person they should be with. Because, you know, people get fucked up, man. Your parents are probably fucking you up all day, every day. Um, where they're trying to raise you to be wholesome and good people, but then they throwing in other shit that really ain't the truth. You know, like when they telling you, you know, it's not good to want to have sex, or it's not good to masturbate, or it's not good to, uh, you know, have these feelings and things like that, or sex is only for procreation or whatever the fuck they're trying to teach you in school or church or whatever. Like, that's fucking you up. And when you get grown, a lot of people don't grow out of that and be like, no, nah, I'm a fuck and it's going to feel good. And, you know, maybe she does tongue on my balls and maybe they like that too. 
You know what I'm saying? Like until you can uh, come to grips with that shit. The Bobby Boucher right there. That was what. Yeah. She showed me your boobs and I like those too. Um, uh, that is actually what I was going for, Larry. And that's funny that you noticed that. Um, but uh, yeah, like until these people can come to grips with it, that's why you end up with these Ted Haggard motherfuckers that grew up and thinking that you know being gay was evil but he is fucking a gay prostitute and doing crystal meth in a hotel room like yes because because my thing is this people want the rainbow with the pot of uh, gold at the end but they take the plain manila folder right the rainbow look a whole lot funner than that plain ass manila folder but see if you take the rainbow everybody sees you with the rainbow and that's what they don't really like like he do want it he wanted a chick that wanted to have the nipple rings, but he didn't want everybody to know he was with a chick that had the nipple rings. Oh, so he, want, so, so he uh, want rainbow in the folder? Right, like, it's cool for her to keep the strap on and her purse <laughs> as long as, you know what I'm saying, as long as they think it's for her. But oh, if they found out okay. it's for him, then he like, fuck that, man. Like, that's crazy. Wow. Vocal about it anyway, like that's how he would always portray himself anyway as this, you know, this conservative country boy. You know, I'm, I'm this gentleman, like you know, that's how he portrayed himself. So yeah, like I was a complete opposite to him, and it's so funny because you know, like maybe you know a year or two down when we were um, dating, he would always say like, "Man, did you, you know, you turned me out, really? Like I, I wouldn't even believe him, but I mean, you know, nah, that nigga, that was." That was in you. You just helped enhance it. That's all. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. Plus, how did he ask you to do it? I mean, did because like to say he turned hard and fast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it was oh my fault. Go ahead, my fault. <laughs> you got to specify who the question is to. Hey, Larry, say hard and deep, huh? Hard and deep. L O L. It's gonna be a lot of. Uh, uh, I hope the boys from uh, Yeah Right Radio don't hear. Yeah, Streets, <laughs> these niggas will never let that go. Uh, yeah, remember that? That make a that make a fucking MP3 clip of that. Just play that shit. Streets are gonna come at the Larian dog. I don't know about this one. Yeah, fuck them. It's my show. They can't play nothing without me. Yeah, turn their mics off. Uh, but how did he ask? How did he ask you, Deidre? It was actually in the middle of sex, so it wasn't like before what? sex. Yeah, like we, wow. like it was maybe like the second round, and we were kind of just laying there, and it was just out of the blue. Like he was like, That's "Hey, you got a question?" And yeah, was, two rounds, Larry. First, he did her. Then, well, the second round is her doing him. So, I mean, it's technically. Technically, that's like going half on it. <laughs> y'all went, y'all went Dutch on the sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he was like, see, I have a question, and I was like, what? And he was like, well, I, you know, he's like, I feel like I gotta ask you these things because you know you can't, you're open, and you know, you know that I am. So I was like, yeah, what is it? And he was just like, well, um, I was wondering if you can fuck me in the ass, and I was like, excuse me. And he was like, yeah, uh, he's like, I heard, you know, the, the male's G-spot's up there. And he's like, I know you probably wouldn't squirm or anything doing it. 
Whoa. And I just kept saying, Are you serious? And he was like, Yeah. And I was like, Sure. I mean, there's no, there's no cool way to ask that. I mean, I guess there's no cool way to, to ask. You can't just like flip over and be like, So when you gonna put in your half or whatever. <laughs> but I don't understand how dude could, could like, Say he's that conservative and still bring himself to even say that yeah, shit. Yeah, and I know Roger picks at me because I have like uh, a little uh, head that grows up underneath my neck and on my chin, and I have to use Roger's mustache trimmer to uh, trim him off. And you know that just means I got a little testosterone in my system. So you know I just want you to know, Rod. You know I- I'm here for you. <laughs> ever, you know have issues going on. L O L. Now the story, you know what's so funny about this? All the people that do follow and listen, it's just it's, it's, it's a shame that it's your first one. But go back. Now the story of Karen beating Rod's ass now makes that much more sense. Y'all got a little testosterone in the system. Ain't that right? Yeah. But we know who had a pass in this relationship. Y'all wonder why Shelby is the this is why Shelby is you and say you punch him in the fucking eye and that's been that joke. Yep. That's why I don't that's why I don't open doors no more, man. But um <laughs> it, so anyway, um not this I know motherfuckers are fascinated by this uh anal sex story that's uh the dude but I ain't trying to talk about that shit all day. I need to hit up where's my forty acres or something because I got other yeah. shit. <laughs> um <laughs> But she talked about it on detail in there. I don't remember what the name of the story was, uh, of the episode. Um, but, like, I was on Twitter and I saw Michael Smith, the ESPN reporter, was talking about opening doors and chivalry and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, do, like, do people look too far into that kind of shit? Like, opening and closing doors for women? Like, is it really that big a deal? Cause, like, I don't think I've ever met a chick that is gonna fuck me because I opened the door for her. But I've, you know, I have probably seen chicks that decided not to fuck them, somebody because they was rude. But even then, it's only a slight chance that they not gonna fuck them. It's not like a big deal. Like, how much, I'm asking y'all ladies, how much of a big deal is that to y'all, the opening and closing the doors thing? Yeah, you go first, Deidre. For me, I guess I'm so used to doing stuff myself. If the guy does it, it's more of a shock. And it is, I mean, not to say that it's not nice. It really is nice. And any woman that says that they don't appreciate it is a motherfucking liar. They do. Opening doors, whether it be the door to the restaurant, whether it be the car door. I mean, you know, you you do notice, women do notice that. And it might make a difference if you get into vagina now. But... If the guy doesn't do it, it's, I mean, it's no biggie to me, honestly. What about you, Karen? I guess to me, I agree with what she's saying. It really doesn't make a difference. And I'm so used to people just bypassing and just door slamming in my face so they don't even bother me. Yeah, right. I, just, I just buffle up and go about my business. You know, but I, bitch, I know you got them groceries, but shit, you can make it do the door. So I, I just got right. toughened up. <laughs> you know, I just toughened up. Just assumed that nobody does it anymore. You know, so that's why when uh, I got with Roger, he used to always like pop me upside the head, or uh, pop me in the in the in the foot and stuff. And I'm like, ouch! She'd be like, look, if you stand here long enough, bitch, I open up the door for you. But you run out of time, trying to beat me at the door. 
So it was a good day. I don't expect them to do it. If they do it, it's wonderful. If they don't, I'm cool with that too. Well, for for the record, I'm a motherfucking liar. That shit's a motherfucking liar. For the record, you a motherfucking liar. For the record, I don't ever call Karen a bitch. Second, no. <laughs> he does it, y'all. He really does. I say this. Second, second. Um, I don't really care about opening doors one way or not, but Karen will wait on it, me to open the door. And if she waits, I'm going to open the door because we both got to go through. But it's never like, uh, hold on, ma'am, let me get that for you. Like, it's, it is literally like the most expedient thing to do is for me to open the door and let her go through. It doesn't yeah. bother me at all. And, like, it reminds me of this one time where, um, <laughs> and this was funny. I didn't mean to make this dude look bad. But, like, it was my car or something like that. So I had to go to the car, and it was raining like shit, and there was no no umbrellas or whatever that we had on us, but it was one in the car. So I, I ran out to the car in the fucking pouring rain, got in the car. You know, there was this other couple standing next to us, got in the car, drove all the way back, you know, from this long-ass parking lot in the mall, got out the car, got the umbrella, walked Karen in on her side, you know, opened the door, closed it for her and whatnot. Uh, which I never do. Um, and then I got, in, and then I got into my side and, and drove off. And man, that woman was so mad at that dude for not doing that <laughs> shit. And I was like, you know what's fucked up? You wasn't even expecting that shit. You would not have been mad if we hadn't have been there. Y'all would have just been sitting there wait, waiting out well, together. But because I did I mean, it, it play it against homeboy. Go ahead, Larry. And, and her defense, man, you know, come on. He, he you know, he, he, Rod, he, your inner sense came out. You're supposed to do that, right? Like, that's true. <laughs> that woman sitting here going, now. that man probably did exactly, she probably processed that shit exactly how it happened. Like, I don't, he don't normally do that shit. And she like, hey, that's a bitch. This motherfucker probably don't normally do that for his lady, right. but he just did it. And you wasn't even going to succumb to that person. And you know the thing is, is that dude, he saw that, and you know what he said in his head? Fuck that shit. It's better get your ass in this car. That's exactly what he said. Cause we exactly. know that pressure is on us at this moment. That's but all, the only thing that happened. Like, motherfucker. The only thing that <laughs> happened at that moment was that she realized she was a jump off. That's it. That's not his fault. That might have been his wife though. <laughs> nah. That might have been his right. wife. Jump off, the get the door open. Let it. They jump off, can't get the door open. They didn't look, they didn't, they didn't look wiped up, but they it was together. <laughs> they was together, and I, I don't know if they was together after that day, but they knew at that point, if they didn't make it, that they didn't make it because of that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the moment where they was like, we ain't gonna make it. I, mean, I, I, I believe that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Like, um, and then, like, I, I've been in situations, you know, like you said, when the dude does something, like you didn't. And, and me, I'm like, fuck, I have no choice now. You're just fucking turn. He was like, fuck that shit. Yeah. Nigga, I see what you just did. You're gonna make me? Nah, fuck that. And you getting into what? Yeah. And that was, that was his like, was take on it. He's like, you, he looked at her like, bitch, you could have did that. Here's the keys. <laughs> go get my like, car. Don't act new. Don't act new. I'm not him. Yeah. So, you know, if you want that shit, go get with him. Go get my car. <laughs> the, um, this, you know how much this suit costs? This is suede. Yes. Um, yes, and he was like, I take your pussy wet or dry, I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, um, like, I was, I was, uh, talking to somebody this week, and, you know, it's Super Bowl week. Um, and they were talking about all these, we're gonna do a Super Bowl party at this bar, Super Bowl party at this person's house who I've never fucking heard of in my life. Wow. Um, 
I'm not doing the Super Bowl party this year. Like, never. No, like, nowhere. I'm done. I'm out the Super Bowl party game. I don't even care if it's my family. I like the NFL a lot. You know, probably more than the average person. I watch more games than the average person more normally. Um, yeah, like five fantasy football leagues every year. Three this year. But, um, but who's counting? Anyway, but, <laughs> so, um. I did six, Karen. Wow. I only count the ones I place in, so three, and then I had one that. But, um, so, so, like, here's what I'm saying, though. I don't get why you want to kick it if you really like football. Why do you go kick it with people at the football party for the Super Bowl, the most important game of the year? They don't give a fuck about the game, man. man. That's so fucking irritating because. I got the perfect story for this. Go ahead, though. No, right. okay, to, to me, it's irritating. The biggest reason why is because nine times you're gonna hear loud ass music. You have a bunch of drunk people around you, and I love Super Bowl commercials. They don't give a damn about the commercials. Mm-hmm. You got girls that scream and they don't give shit about football. Got all these jerseys on with with people that are retired, ain't playing teams, all kind of crazy shit going yeah. on. They drunk. They won't talk your head yeah, Every off. hot chick becomes a fan of the team that's in the Super Bowl. Yes, by the way. And, and it's like, bitch, you do not look like you from Wisconsin. No. Look at you. You hot. <laughs> Ain't nobody hot coming from there. I seen the fucking footage. And and, and to me, it's because it's very very irritating because I want to enjoy the game. Like if if we right. do have anybody over, it's gonna be other people that want to watch the game. It's not gonna be a bunch of random folks. Yeah, and it's I mean it's Pittsburgh versus Wisconsin. Trust me, the chicks should not be that hot. But guess what? Chicks love a party. <laughs> all the hot chicks be there in the fucking like Roethlisberger. The irony of that shit. In the fucking yes, Roethlisberger and Farm and yeah. Packers jersey. Yeah, so I don't get like how these cats can be like, let's have this party. Like, dude, we spent the whole fucking year trying to get away from these bitches. That's like, that was right. all we did Sunday was go places where we knew they wouldn't be. So we can watch the fucking games. Right. Now we get to the culmination of all those hours of watching football and all this squabbling and arguments and who's gonna do this. And we go kick it with these motherfuckers? What? I'm not explaining what a first down is in the fucking Super Bowl. That's the wrong time to explain that. That's right. the wrong time to explain that. And then on top of that, the other thing, I guess for me, is that... um a lot of times you go there because everybody ordering wings. A lot of times your wings are not as good. It takes forever to get your food, you know, because everybody's there and everybody's partying. And then I think like at some place they have like what is a hundred, hundred fifty dollars with all you can drink, all yeah. you can eat, and yeah, all that which is a trap stuff. because when they tell you like, first of all, any place that ever tells you, hey, look, a hundred fifty dollars, you can get everything. That place is gonna rip you off. I don't give a fuck if it's New Year. I don't give a fuck. You are gonna get there. The line's gonna be so long. You will never recoup your money's worth. Like they make it so you do not get your money's worth. That's like true. they will never promise you. They'll never say one hundred fifty dollars a person and then have ten people in there. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be so packed. You're gonna be sitting. You're gonna basically drink your drink. Go to the back of the line. Get back in line so you can drink your drink. Get you another drink. So exactly. That, yeah, that's the only way. That's the only way I've seen it work, man. So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't get the whole like that that Super Bowl thing. Um, now, I know, are you really into the NFL, Deidre? I just honestly, I just started really, really getting into the game this season. I used to watch it, but I didn't really understand it. 
so this season since i understand it a, a whole much i really enjoy it more but even so it was still like i don't like the whole super bowl you know the big parties either because you can't you can't you know hear anything no. you know a play happens and you you might want to hear something and you can't hear nothing because people running their mouth or whatever the case may be and you know i'm not trusting with you know people and they cooking because you know niggas nasty <laughs> i'm back i'm back My fault. i don't know what's going on tonight that's weird i never have problem. i'm on the computer now Okay, yeah, we can hear a little difference in your voice, man. Yeah. But give me one second. We coming right back to you, Larry, to get to get that oh, story. Yeah, yeah, my, my no doubt. But go ahead, Dina. <laughs> but now nah, it's just you know, like I said, you know, I I don't know how people prepare their stuff, so you know, it could be rats. I'm eating in the nah. dip. I don't know. So yeah. I just I will pre- honestly I prefer just watching it at home, just chilling. I prefer that. Like I think people should go out to see it. If they're the kind of person that didn't give a fuck about the NFL that much, oh right. yeah, like if you just want to have a party, hey, it doesn't really matter what That's the party's true. about, just go. But don't try to center your party around the shit that I want to do and then ruin it for me in the process. Like, nah, I'm good. Larry, what was you gonna say, bro? Anyway, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I, I don't know what's going on. My phone keeps kicking me off for some reason. Don't worry about it. But anyway, um, yeah, I was gonna say uh, two things in defense of. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh fans. Pittsburgh Steelers women. Pittsburgh. <laughs> what did I say? You said piss, piss, like P-I-S-S-Burg? Ah, pit, Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Pittsburgh fans. The females, they, they are, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers female fans are true. Like, they actually know football. I'm going to give them that do. much credit. They a lot are, of them do. And they will fight you. Yes, they <laughs> so you don't usually have to explain shit to them, honestly. So yep. I, I gotta give them credit. They actually did that on I think ESPN did that, like to find out who had like the most um actual genuine fans and uh Pittsburgh still won that. And I and I know a few um oh, but that's not what hey, Larry, that by that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying these other bitches, these fine chicks that just pop up with Steelers jerseys or Patriots jerseys. <laughs> Or yeah. Packers jerseys, or Cardinals jerseys, or Toast <laughs> jerseys. As soon as they get to the fucking Super Bowl, these bitches don't have no brand. They don't have no loyalty. They just be like, "You like Tom Brady? Like and I bitch, got big you loops. learned? You learned who Tom Brady was two weeks ago? Like, uh, uh-uh. like if I was a female fan of the Steelers, I'd be more mad at those chicks. And because one, they look way better than you. Two, they showing up. They showing up late to the party, getting all the attention that you really deserve, and they over there asking dumb shit, putting their hands on people's uh, arms. Like, what is the first down? And I know they be wanting to punch them hoes in the mouth. I know they do. Shout out to my girl Dre. She a Pittsburgh fan. She fine as shit too. So, but anyway, yeah, it's always one. Yeah, hey, hey, you just you just twittered me. You know how you know on Twitter whenever you say some shit that's like true except for one person, it's always <laughs> one motherfucker on Twitter like, nah, dog, I seen you. Yeah, you right, I did pull a move. Right, yeah. I was sipping actually right there. I'm gonna tell it. It's all good. Nah, you were sipping. You did your thing. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but um, no, you said like you don't want to go to the parties. Um, and I was gonna say like, yeah, I kind of with you this year. This is like the first year that I'm really like, nah, I think I'm just gonna watch at the house. I had a lot of people ask me what you gonna do, what you gonna do. Um, and I get you. It's funny. I went to a gay Super Bowl party one year. 
Oh. Yeah, I oh. one, look, this is great for you right here. <laughs> <laughs> I went to this gay Super Bowl party. It was the year that uh, Seattle played on um, Pittsburgh. Um, and my friend's like, oh, man, we should go. He's like, this guy's doing it. He has, like, all the liquor in, on the planet. And I was like, I don't know, man. Come on. It's gay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not who smoke. He has all the liquor. <laughs> and I'm telling you, we went there. There was a tremendous amount of liquor. There really was. I never seen a person's home stocked that well. It looked better than most bars do. And I was like, this is crazy. And uh, so I watched the game, and the game was cool, but there was only like six straight guys there. So we're all literally into the game. Everybody else don't give a shit about the game. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate the stereotype gay dude. Not one gay dude watched the game. <laughs> when the game was over though like it was like all of a sudden it was this epiphany I was like this shit is really fucking gay <laughs> nothing was <laughs> gay until the, the game was over I thought, <laughs> and these motherfuckers were watching granny tranny porn and I was oh wow. they were watching what granny tranny porn what with- in the world <laughs> Hell no. Oh my god. Trans, like they still have a penis, but they have breasts and look like a woman. A woman. And I was like, okay, well, that's time for us to get the fuck out of here because this shit is (laughs) way too uncomfortable. Yeah. That's that's, that's, that was my little Super Bowl party story. See, I would, see, that's the thing, you know, like, you know how I can't get too drunk around white people, like, I also would not be able to get too drunk around that many gay dudes, man. Like, I don't know how the Larry and Socks picture came about. But that's not, that's not gonna be the night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get, I'll be in. We'll tell you stuff for sure. That, but that would have been a whole different set of pictures if I <laughs> <laughs> LOL. These would have got motherfuckers killed. Like, nah, I can't live with this shit. You got <laughs> that was not good. LOL, man. Oh, <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, let's do some articles, man. I had some more shit, but we can talk forever, man. Y'all, good crew. Um, yes, sir. California. Oh, and also, I don't think we're doing a show Sunday because of uh, Super Bowl. Nah, so. no show Sunday. Um, <laughs> Cal- California court. Free porn portals, not unfair to pay sites. Yes! Woo! That was a close one. Uh. So, <laughs> California, that court decided that uh, entrepreneurs into pornog- in the pornography industry are... <laughs> I love how uh, writers have to write about porn like in much higher terms than we think about porn. Because like, we're just like, yeah, man, so I was watching a flick, but then they have to write, like, entrepreneurs in the pornography aren't happy about the explosion of websites offering vast stores of free porn to internet users in a lawsuit mm-hmm. against redtube.com a site that resembles YouTube except it's for dot 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 you no. know a number of adult <laughs> entertainment players alleged the free site violated California's unfair practices act According to Ars Technica, um, the u- the ubiquitous distribution of free adult videos through RedTube.com has had a massive negative impact on the business model of adult website proprietors. Uh, the complaint read: Now that consumers have the ability to watch high quality adult videos for free on RedTube.com, 
fewer, fewer are making the choice to pay other adult website proprietors for the same content. And I don't blame them because I, my personal opinion is that porn is behind the time on music. This shit happened to music a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And now pornography is starting to get the same feeling like, oh shit, people are getting this so much for free now. Why would they pay us? Right. And I don't blame people. If you get it for free, why am I give you my money for? I don't know, man. I just well, feel for the integrity. I mean, you know, if you love a particular artist, uh, you know, like, <laughs> I, I no 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 no. I don't even like. I'm not a porn connoisseur. Like that's that's Rob. <laughs> I like, am. Rob's yeah. What did you say? No. <laughs> I, I know, yeah, I know you got me, bro. I know you got me covered. Like, <laughs> I do most. Well. As as somebody who watches a lot of porn, I you know red tube, porno tube, X videos. I'm on it mm. every day, so I salute the freeness. Yeah, this sounds like a, a, a ad for RedTube.com. I know, way. so I'm gonna have to check. <laughs> I, I didn't know they exist. I'm gonna check them out. Oh, but the people I do feel bad for are you know like Sarah J and some of our other uh, porn well, fans. But- that get affected by this, you know what I'm saying? I'm not as hardcore on the just like fuck them people or whatever. Um, but the other thing always, is, uh, what can people are always gonna pay? Well, I was gonna say the reason that Sarah J ain't hurting is because she actually gets out there and does her leg work though. Okay. It's kind of like the music thing where a dude like J Cole can shut down the internet off a of word of mouth and hard work and putting out quality product. And a dude like Soldier Boy just gonna get his shit bootleg to oblivion. Cause he's not putting in the same grind. You know what I'm saying? So it it does make a difference. And you know, people think of porn differently, but it's not that much different than music as Karen put it earlier. So I think you'll still see the artists that are, or performers that are reaching out to their fans. Yeah. And you know, making sure they get their face out there, whether it's full of cum at the time or not. Uh, make sure to get their face out there. It's gonna, those people are gonna continue to succeed, man. And the people that's just sitting back, like, I'ma sue the shit out of them, are gonna continue to fail because if you shut down RedTube, it's like shutting down Napster. Some other shit will pop up and you have to keep shutting out everything forever. Yeah, and like, exactly. And like Larry was saying, it's a loyalty thing. The people that are interact and like, um, Sarah J does videos so that she constantly interacts. If you interact with people, they're more willing to pay you. Yeah, I think so too, man. Um, and after your episode, I want to fuck Sarah J. I didn't even know who she was, really, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't a fan there. And I'm, I'm just like, I want to have sex with that woman. I never wanted to have sex with that woman. Yeah, see? Everybody, everybody <laughs> been hitting me up with that. That, that was why I was like, man, Sarah, man, one dude came up to me at the gym and was like, Sarah J, I've been jacking up there for years. And I was like, calm down. <laughs> 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 Hey, what are you doing, man? You can't you talk like that. that in front of people. Lord to tell you that one. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Unfortunately for porn peddlers, a California appeals court dismissed the lawsuit and slapped the litigants in more ways than one. The court ruled that the complaint was designed to stifle free speech. Cases like these are dubbed a strategic lawsuit against public participation or SLAPP slap. Uh, while the court didn't side with the subscription-based porn websites, it did agree with the former adult entertainment executive that members of the paid industry, in a manner of speaking, have been brought to their knees. Literally, uh, <laughs> they got they got jokes. That's fucking yeah, right. 
Alright, just kick it while they down. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, oh, alright, man. So, you know, we haven't talked about Canada in a while, but. Oh, Canada. Yeah, another Canada story. A Canadian man was sentenced on Monday to 25 years in U.S. prison for running a brothel in Thailand that provided boys, some as young as four years old, to pedophiles, federal prosecutors said. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Are you serious? Four-year-old boys. That is, that is insane. Oh. Um, John Renshaw, 64, admitted to using his Bangkok home to host foreign visitors who would pay him to have sex with Thai boys, according to court documents. Wow. They need a list of his clients, yo. Um, he played, he pleaded guilty to charges of conspiracy to engage in sex tourism, conspiracy to produce child pornography, and distribution of child pornography, said the U.S. Attorney's Office in Newark, New Jersey. He let his clients film and photograph their abuse of the Thai boys, police, uh, prosecutors said. Uh, he was also accused of personally yeah he was also accused of personally abusing boys to prepare them for customers oh no yeah he was a straight he was pimping like literally pimping not the cool way um he was extradited to New Jersey after being arrested at London's Heathrow airport in December 2008 like what why do these dudes really think they can travel like motherfucker you are a little boy pimp for a living you probably shouldn't hop on a plane like you not probably, at all. They might be, I don't know, looking for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. That's the risk I'm willing to take if I'm a, you know, child <laughs> pornographer pedophile. I got at least risk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He does have a, like a psych profile that, that is not uh, scared of risking everything. Um, John Renshaw created a, play, a place where innocent children were sexually brutalized as a vacation pastime. It is fitting that a man who has condemned children to live with unimaginable scars for his pleasure and profit should spend decades of his own life in prison. I just can't believe he only got 25 years. Like, how right. is this not like death? Like, say so. So what? He's 64, so that kind of is death. Mm, you know what is death? Death. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like wow. that sentence. Wow. He needs to get that. like the most painful death sentence ever. Yeah. Nah, you what know what that needs to do, man? Nah, man. What that need to do? I mean, you talking about little kids as young as four who don't even. Barely can speak a. Uh, yeah. They can't tie their shoe at that age. You know, they're not even in kindergarten. They can't spell or write. Mm. That's some disgusting shit. They need to take you, take your dick, and hang it and noose it. Oh. I bet you you won't oh. do that shit no more. That's from the boys. Come on, dog. Oh, and then uh, his clients from the U.S. Two of them they, they got arrested and got convicted uh, for sex tourism charges and. They were both from Alabama, so you can't write that shit. Wow. Um, cool. I'm sorry. That's very cool. Like, what is, I don't, I don't get, like, what is, so, what is sexually arousing to see in a little child? I, I never understood that at all. Good. That's great. Like, yeah, I never understood it either. If you ever get like, back in like, then you, you know, go kill yourself. Because, yeah, right, that's like, the Like, we are, we're normal Although I will say this though, man, it is fucking weird, and maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, but it is fucking weird to me when dudes obsess over 
child stars that are about to turn 18 or right after they turn yeah. 18. Yeah. That yeah. shit is weird. Yeah. Also, that, 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 maybe I'm just not old enough or something, but that, that shit that's like the barely legal porn, that shit, or just turn 18 or something, yeah, that was, shit disturbs me, dog. Yeah. Like, what are you, 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 what are what are you, 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 what no, no, don't be sorry for that. Be very don't nasty. Don't you nasty motherfuckers out there. Who I, like, you know, I, I talked to a chick and she found out her dude, like, his whole shit was, his whole collection was barely legal teens. Like, wow. Like, you let us. Yeah, that is disturbing. Yeah, it is disturbing to me, too. Even man. when they built, like, even with the ones that, like, lust over the ones that are built, like, you know. Yeah, oh my god, don't get me started. Hey, but yeah. you know what? I'm not gonna front. That is a dude's, that's a type, dude's type of chick. Some of those chicks that are built like that skinny, uh, boyish frame is, is the most right. I, I, don't, I don't mean to insult anybody that's out there listening that feels that way. And there has to be a dude that likes that kind of chick because there's chicks that's like 40 and that's gonna always look like that. And I don't wanna yeah, make them feel that's... like that's wrong for them to look good, but. I'm just saying, like, the dude that's actually in real life fucking the decoy on To Catch a Predator, like, how do you sleep at night? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you, do you feel good about yourself? Let me check your internet history is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if that's cool. Um, alright, so, speaking of, uh, sad, tragic cases, y'all remember American Gladiators? Y'all yes. grew up with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Alright. For every homeless person like Ted Williams... Who rises to sudden celebrity? There's a Debbie Clark who has experienced the heights of fame only to lose everything except her dignity. Oh. From 1991 to 93, Clark used the name Storm and was one of the stars of the hit syndicated series American Gladiators, a TV competition show that matched amateur athletes against the show's own elite team of gladiators with names like Zap, Tower, and laser. I used to love that show, man. That was my shit. Yeah. Hey, what was y'all favorite? Uh, I'll start with you, Larry, and then Deidre. What was y'all favorite uh, part of American Gladiators? Go ahead. My favorite part. Yeah, like you know they had like the obstacle course. Yeah, I was gonna say I would I would say the um the the joust I think they used to call it when oh, they had. Yeah. When they used to yeah. be up on, on the platform, that was my joint. Because, like, nobody could ever beat the Gladiators. No. But, uh, <laughs> in general, in general. Yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, that was my favorite. That was me. What about you, Deidre? I think mine was... It was one where they had... It was kind of like they got the ball, and then they had to run across and, like, stuff it in, like, a, uh, like another yes. basket. But yes. I was, like, tackled and stuff. I oh. like that one. Oh, they used to fuck them dudes up. Yeah. <laughs> They used to be That shit was not fair. No, it was I used to like not. I used to like when they would have a dude basically leaning with all his might to try to dunk it in the can and they would just be holding his ass like no, 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 no. <laughs> and you, I just like give up nigga, give up and go get another ball. This shit ain't gonna work. They could have did that shit with me, I've been shooting jumpers. All the way across the damn <laughs> Like fuck it, man. You ain't hit me, Karen. What's your favorite part? 
My favorite part was actually actually in the obstacle courses that they had to do. They had to run through. That was my my favorite part because I always was wishing that they was better than the gladiators. But the gladiators always beat their ass by a lot. Very very few people beat the gladiators. Well, it was you racing against the other person in the obstacle course. Oh, that is right. But you would have to fight the gladiators for certain parts. Oh, and they and, would be whipping yeah. the hell out of them and knocking them down. And that wasn't uh, fair too because sometimes you just got hemmed up with the wrong gladiator. Yeah, like a big one. Like yeah, a, like I mean, how can you? Unless you, it's something where you have to run. But they used to just manhandling people. Yeah, Tower ain't about to let your ass through. Yeah, and a messed up part is <laughs> his name is Tower. And the messed up part is it. They had them when they got to the end. They were bust through like some paper. Yeah, and if you mess around and hit one and had a gladiator behind it, that was your ass. Yes, oh, that was the yes. worst too. Can uh, uh, you imagine? You like running full step. Oh damn! Wait a minute. <laughs> Alright, and then, of course, uh, my favorite one, I can't believe nobody else likes this as much as me, but it was my very favorite one. The tennis ball obstacle course where they were shooting a tennis ball yeah. at oh, your ass. Yeah. Oh, that was the best, yo. That, that shit, like, it hurt. You know it did. That ball got like 200 miles an hour. You know that shit hurt. Yeah, they used to break the shit down like, out of this cannon come tennis balls that go 90 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> they would show the slow motion that you get hit with one, two, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like, and they gave you some bullshit weapons for the first, like, you had, like, basically what they do. Okay. The gladiator's sitting up there on a turret a, that is a cannon that shoots out nothing but tennis balls at these high speeds, right? Yes. And as you are in this course, you have to run behind different different obstacles to uh you know to, to avoid being hit. But as you and like at each obstacle, you have one type of weapon that is also a tennis ball where you can possibly hit them with it. Yeah. And the, and the weapons upgrade the closer you get. And I think the first one is like you know a slingshot or something, yeah. and like the second one is like some type of weird like throw the shit kinda. And then eventually you get to the point where like you're shooting a gun, not not a turret, but you got like you can shoot your ball up there or something crazy like that. Um, but I used to love how like the first two were always so ridiculous. It's like you're never gonna hit that motherfucker with that slingshot. Like just run, <laughs> just fucking right. run. I would just throw the ball and run, just keep running all the time. But oh god. Anyway, sorry, we got off track. <laughs> no, no, you cool. Before we, because I, I want to make sure before we slide off. Um, I, I have to shout out Siren because I used to have the nastiest crush on Siren. But anyway, because she was deaf. <laughs> now I remember Siren was deaf. She was a deaf one. And I, yeah. like, I she said something about her used to drive me. I used to be like, yeah, you ain't got to say shit. Which I guess that's every guy's most. Uh, 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 yeah. Well, I think. Uh, which is the one where they can't talk? I think that's every guy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to get that. I had to. No problem. I have the nastiest crush on her. But anyway. Um, let's see here. She says, uh, uh, at Storm, she participated in events like Assault, where contenders had 60 seconds to make it through an arena. I think this is what I was talking about. An arena sized obstacle course, firing off weapons to hit a target while avoiding high speed tennis balls fired by an opposing gladiator with a high power air cannon. And he is, yep. yeah. For this, she made $1,500 a day. Damn. And had fans like President Bill Clinton and his daughter Chelsea. Uh, the show ended its run in 1993, and Clark, now 45, doesn't receive royalties for her uh, days as a gladiator. Wow. Uh, all she has are photos, friendships, memories, and a shattered knee. Damn. In 91, uh, 
1991, when we were on tour, I blew my ACL out, and then we were in Hartford, and when we were in Hartford, Connecticut. So, uh, oh, when we were in Hartford, so she had, she, she tore ACL. Um, I went to a body slam contender, and when I had her up in the air, I deflected another contender into my left leg, so it was not only my weight and the velocity of my hit, but the contender, and I totally snapped my ACL. Ooh, Damn, that's just yeah. Yes, it does. But Clark yeah. didn't bend to the pressure after a run on the Gladiator. She moved on to other opportunities, including, she says, a country music career that didn't pan out. I can't picture this big-ass motherfucker wow. with a like, guitar. Um, culinary school and various jobs as a personal trainer. Now, see, that chick could have been a great reality show. Yes. This big-ass chick. But she was all pre, she was pre that era. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Damn, that shit would have been good now, though. Yes, that'd have been all of us. She could have made her money back. Uh, she also spent thousands of dollars on in vitro fertilization in order to have a son, Creighton, who's now 10. Wow. 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 Maybe she's lesbian or something. Or... No dude. <laughs> no dude. Right. Hey. Hmm. Or maybe no dude would put it in there, man. These chicks was kind of scary. I don't know. The cables that she did, my God. Yeah, come on, man. Think she couldn't. That big off. You think Deidre knows her way around a a strap on? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I came out to San Diego. uh, Let's see. Like many women on the street, her homelessness came out to a desire to escape a bad living situation. I came out to San Diego from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, due to domestic violence situation. What? Somebody was beating her up. No, she was beaten ass, and she had to get the fuck out of there. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Clark says she and her son Creighton lived out of their car for a few days until she finally decided to check into a homeless shelter. I went to the YWCA and I stayed there until they told me it was I was too high functioning and didn't need the program. Uh, Then she went to a domestic violence program for a year, which said she eventually got kicked out because she couldn't find work due to her knee injury suffered during her time on Gladiators. Um, wow, man. So she had it rough. If only she had a golden voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, some bum ass nigga from Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking golden about his voice. I'm like, I get, nigga, my voice is golden too then. Somebody give me a job. Shit. Bullshit. <laughs> so, um, have y'all heard about, uh, this shit with Holly Berry and her, uh, Gab- and Gabriel or Gabriel Aubrey, her ex. Yeah, she fighting uh-huh. for this baby. Yeah, Halle Berry sent the father of her daughter a scorching email. And before you guys get carried away, yes, he is white. Okay. Ooh. So finally, a bad baby <laughs> daddy that is not a brother. Took us long enough, Larry, but we finally made it up that hill. For uh, <laughs> them, that exes out like at least three hundred and twenty-six of us, I believe. Yep, yep. Black History Month. Uh, let's see. Holly Berry sent the father of her daughter a scorching email that said, "You are only good for one thing. Thanks for the donation." And I think she's talking about sperm donation. Yeah. Uh. RadarOnline.com is exclusively learned the contents of the message sent to Gabriel Aubrey, who was locked in a nasty custody battle with the Oscar winning star. And he's playing this shit so good, because he's also like, I'm keeping this out of the media. See, I care about my daughter and releasing press statements like that, but who do you think is forwarding this email? Right? Who else gets a hold of this fucking email? Wow. It's him. To him. Yeah. yeah. He sent this shit to Radar Online and also sent a statement like, I will not use my daughter as a tool in a 
in a custody battle that was like, dude, you are playing them. That motherfucker's a chess master. Um, wow. People close to Holly claim that Aubrey used a racial slur against her as sources on both sides are trading accusations. One source close to Aubrey tells RadarOnline.com that he has never heard Gabriel use the N-word and can't imagine him doing so. Uh, so that's a he say, she say. Yes, and uh, my main thing with this is like, I kind of lo- lose, not that I have much respect for her, but I kind of lose even more respect for Holly Berry because like, I don't think nigger comes out Late in the in the day, like I don't think it's now that you've had my child. Yeah. Now that everything is going fine. Yeah. I'm a racist, and I decided to come out the closet with my racism today. Nah, honey, that's the honey. That's something people show up front. Yeah. They don't hide it. Ain't they had that baby. I honestly think Halle Berry's crazy. Like, yeah, I'm I not even surprised her. they're going. She probably, I, you know, the that's probably even a lie because if you look at Halle's track record. It's not the greatest, but I honestly think like the chick is crazy. Like she acts like a bird. Yeah, I, I, it's like, like I, it's like I said on Twitter. Like she's collecting more evil exes than Ramona. Like she every, <laughs> every dude she breaks up with is the goddamn devil after they break up. Like exactly every dude, Holly word. No man on earth can possibly handle you. Maybe you pick the wrong niggas every time, yo. Wow. Well, maybe it's just her. Yeah. I it's just her. It's her. Even if even oh. if she was right, it's her. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so we're blaming it on her white side. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at best, it's her for picking the wrong dudes. At worst, it's her because she's fucking lying on these dudes. Like, like one way or another, it's crazy. Yeah, so she's positively nuts. They said she was like, them in a movie, she like canceled the uh, filming to, to go the yeah. board and you know, all said. this type stuff and and my thing is that why we make you know if everybody wants to be quiet, why are we making it such a public matter? Yeah, they both are. I, I, like I said, I think he's trying to play chess and put his shit out there and control his image. And she's just you know crazy as crazy does. Dog crazy just throws know. everything against the wall. And she he probably knows she's crazy, so that's why he's playing it like that. Exactly. Like, I know she crazy. Let the world show how crazy she is. Yeah, he getting ready to get paid too, honey. It says uh, here, it's just not something that will come out of Gabrielle's mouth, the source said. I'll confess, I've heard him call her a fucking bitch before when he's been <laughs> provoked, but I'm talking serious provoke provocation. And it's very, very rare. Usually when she would call him and go crazy at him, he would go silent and let her rant and rave and then just ask her, are you finished now? Oh, oh, crazy hates that. Oh man, oh. I know, right? <laughs> wow, because crazy's never finished. Crazy. Nope. Yeah, crazy's finished when all the shit is burned down. And you're ignoring the crazy. That just makes him even, you know, even madder. So yeah. Oh, I'm, gonna, um, I'm gonna show the audience how me and Rod differ. So with all that said, right? Like, okay, we going. Holly sounds kind of crazy. She's kind of whack. Would would you still try to fight for Holly Berry? <laughs> now, Larry, you know I wouldn't, dude. You know I. I you know no, I would. Right. <laughs> it's a fun ride, people. But hey, but listen. Now you can never, ever, ever come back to me again and be like, "What you mean when you say I like ratchet chicks?" Don't ever do that again. <laughs> you just proved the shit on this show. <laughs> that, was most, that was more or less about me going, hey, Rod, don't tell them that. Okay. Don't, okay. Don't, 
Well, she no, had blows up unexpectedly because you had a fight with her the other day. Hey, yeah. This is how you get the breakfast on your windshield right here. Yeah, dude. this is how you get your car scratched. It's blown up. Like your stuff up. <laughs> Not everybody can say that. So, like, that's the thing. Like, you know, you can't tell. You can't tell crazy she's crazy. She can say she's crazy. You can you can't call ratchet ratchet. Yeah, she's ratchet. But if you tell her that, she's gonna fuck. And I don't need that kind of drama. So I know my ladies are ratchet. Uh, and the person says continues. I think that used to wind her up more than if he lost his cool with her. Which admittedly, I know he did on a couple of occasions. So yeah, he. He would do the are you finished now to make her even crazier. Uh, but, but there's no way he was ever abusive to her. It's completely the other way around, if anything. Uh, Holly's timing in these revelations speak volumes. It's amazing how she only now cho- has chosen to come forward about all this abuse and Gabriel's uh, bad pr- parenting, basically after he went to court to legally establish his parental rights. All Gabriel... Uh, or Gabriel, Harry, Gabriel, uh, wanted to ensure his legal entitled, uh, access to his daughter and not to have to be at the mercy of Holly's moves as to when and how he could see knowledge. I don't feel like that's unreasonable. When you're dealing with a crazy person and yeah, you fucked up by making her the mother of your child, but yeah, I'm gonna need shit in writing. Cause you crazy. I can't be coming out there and you have a phase and I can't see my baby. That's right. Ah. That's all she wanted from that dude anyway. She's been itching for a child for the longest. Yeah, man. Got it. She want that all to herself. Wow, yeah, crazy the type of person where your shit gotta be court ordered. Not only does it gotta be court ordered, you gotta have it where the, the person uh, from the court is actually there and make everybody sign release forms. Yeah, yeah I want a witness. Well, well, crazy, you need a witness. And, Damn. and ladies, stop naming your male sons Gabriel. That's a terrible <laughs> name. <laughs> Y'all do realize there's women named Gabriel out there. It's terrible. I don't know. Hello? Some terrible names. Anyway, I ain't really getting that much more into their business, but, you know, fuck that. Um, let's see. Thug accused of masterminding sexting slay consoled victim's grieving mother at funeral. So, yeah. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. The shoulder that a Brooklyn mother cried on when her son was gunned down belonged to the cold-hearted man who hired the twin temptresses to lure her boy to death. Wow. Dwayne Burnett Dwayne Burnett was killed last June in Brownsville after the two women sexted him nude photos with an invitation to a sex party that was really a $10,000 murder for hire. Damn. Yeah, who had 10 G's that wanted this cat dead? What what did he do to you? Uh, (laughs) After Regine Regine R-A-G-E-N-E Regine uh, after masterminding the killing, then consoled the ma- dead man's shattered mom, even talking, even taking her to the wake and the funeral. Uh, the family's vic- the victim's family said he came to the house like nothing happened. Wow, said the still devastated Joyce Burnett, 54. This boy was supposed to be my son's friend. I knew he had something to do with it. Well, then why you let him drive you to the funeral? Right. I don't think you knew. No, everybody comes out after the fact like another 48 hours. I knew that bitch was crazy. Yeah, why ain't you reporting? Yeah, he seen too much. Uh, he watched Juice one too many times. Yes, he did. Uh, Powell Dickerson, 25, 
had been considered a suspect since his pal slain outside a building where a gunman waited with the two women, the sources said. Before going on the lamb, he mourned with the victim's family in the home and even helped pay for t-shirts and bandanas memorializing his friends. Damn, reportedly killed on his orders. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, this nigga had t- Like, I'll pay for them shirts, man. Of the nigga. I- <laughs> Um, it's the wow. least I can do. I was about to say, isn't it literally? Yeah. <laughs> it's the least I can do. I mean, I made ten G's off this nigga. You know, if I can't break off a little bit for his fam, um, before, let's see. Joyce Burnett recalled Powell Dickerson, who had a prior robbery arrest, interrupting their grieving with a spe- peculiar question. He said, "Ma, did they find any fingerprints?" That is a peculiar question. Yeah, I'm about to say that is weird. Wow. They got any fingerprints? <laughs> Ain't no cameras over there. <laughs> I mean, uh, just, uh, fingerprints? Y'all got, got any alarm systems over there? Yeah. <laughs> Did he find my finger? Uh, any <laughs> fingerprints? Um, and she said, "Why are you worried about the fingerprints?" And he tried to come up with, to co- come up and cover his butt. The murder suspect remained at large yesterday, although city detectives were speaking with his attorney about surrendering. I always got bad vibes from that dude, said Dwayne's brother-in-law, Sally Gordon. Powell Dickerson and Burnett, 26, were junior high school pals and reconnected years later, according to the victim's family, but they had an argument days before the shooting. The two were friends with Crystal Copeland and Ebony Getty, who sent their nude photos to Burnett and invited him to a threesome on Riverside Ave in Brownsville. Oh, uh, God. Let me tell you something right now. That sounds suspect already. First, yeah. First of all, I've heard Mob Deep uh, album, and I know that. (laughs) Second of all, doesn't that say a lot about us as men, uh, Larry? Because you know that as soon as he got the pictures, he was like, well, I better investigate. I mean, there's <laughs> only one way to be sure that this is a yeah. setup. <laughs> hey, the sad part is I was going, wait, wait a minute, hold on, they sent pictures? Yeah, got to check that out. So that, I, like, like, I'm still thinking, like, well, maybe he could have brought some dudes with him. But I'm, like, still, I wasn't thinking, like, no, nah, man, you can't, just don't go down there. Like, you will be like, I'll call her tomorrow. And these are two random chicks. Do he know these chicks? No, he know They know these chicks. Okay. But the odds of them randomly sending him naked pictures, like, what up with a threesome? Yeah, out the blue. And yeah, yeah. y'all ain't, yeah, really got the relationship. Man, he wasn't thinking all that. He just was thinking, they sending me new pictures, and they want a threesome now. Now they want a nigga. That's all he was thinking. Nah. Tell Deidre, I know us as men, we, we, we try to, like, come off like we only think what our dicks. It's not that we only think what our dicks It's just that it's often more powerful than our brains He definitely thought this was a setup There's no way in hell this dude Did not at least cross his mind I'm about to go to Brownsville In the middle of the fucking night To see two chicks That just happened to text me For a threesome with pics At the same time There's no way he didn't go You know what He might have thought about it He thought about it but did it? But so what outweighed what, though? Clearly, we see what exactly. How much, how much did he have a drink? Uh, <laughs> you know what? Even sober, you going down there? Like you going down there? It don't matter. You going down there? I'm not saying. I'm not saying Deidre's totally wrong. I'm just saying that he wasn't oblivious to the risk. He took that risk. That's all. It's true. He was like, "It's pussy to be had. Maybe I'll die for it. Whatever." <laughs> You're right. 
took a bunch of people in D.C. with HIV right now that took the same risk. Let's see his power, man. It was shit. On the low, we all probably are products of that same risk. What? <laughs> Every last one of us is a product of some nigga just giving up. Like, oh, pussy wins again. <laughs> I'm right. out. K roll sevens forever. Mother on the show, Rod. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, man. So this dude fucked up. All right, we got two more stories. Um, this was real fast. Man gets four years in prison <laughs> for jackass inspired car surfing death. Oh. Uh, a 26-year-old man was convicted of vehicular homicide after a car-surfing stunt that may have been inspired by the television show Jackass killed his 18-year-old friend in 2008. Down, down, down. They'll show this shit on the outtakes. No, they don't. Uh, Michael A. Smith, no relation, was sentenced uh, January 21st to four years in prison followed by 11 years in probation Judge Allen Apt also ruled that Smith's driver's license will be permanently revoked Damn! Oh, well, don't be too hard on him Damn! Yeah, that's ridiculous Now, I'm, I'm, I'm sending you guys a link to the story through Skype because I want you to see a look at this dude's picture when I read what his yes. fucking father said um, Officials say Cameron how you pronounce his last name was riding inside a shopping cart while holding on to the SUV driven by Smith in March 2008 the car's wheel struck a speed bump in the shopping center parking lot and overturned uh, that dude's head hit the parking lot he died at the scene Ooh, yeah. Oh my god. His father told investigators he believed the television show inspired his son's uh, his son to car serve now I'm saying, you look at the picture of this dude. This is who your wow. son was kicking it with. Your son was kicking. This this dude had. What does it say in his face? Hope. Uh, probably there is no hope. I think that's like a whole Mike yeah, Tyson hey. thing on his face. Like he has like. Oh. He has throat tattoos. Yes, complete throat tattoos. Not one here that his whole throat. He has up. eyelid. He has eyelid tattoos. This is who your son was kicking it with. Of course wow. he's dead. You're a bad parent. <laughs> that this, <laughs> this is not like wow. your son never had a chance, dog. You let him roll out the house with this motherfucker. This dude stopped by to pick your son up. And was like, we need to borrow the shopping cart. We'll be right back. And you said, cool. And now you want to blame the shit on MTV. It's your fucking fault. Wow. Johnny Knoxville cannot make your son do this. Damn. Stop trying to blame everybody else. I got, I have three tattoos on my neck. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And even you look at this shit. Yeah, even I'm looking at this motherfucker like, yeah. (laughs) Wasn't a good parenting decision. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, no offense, but if you show up at the house to take my son out shopping cart driving, I'm probably not gonna let him go with you, Larry. That's all. <laughs> you got a few neck don't. tattoos. <laughs> don't. If I even mention driving, yes. Yeah. Your children go. That just doesn't make sense, anyways. I don't give a fuck if he look like. Uh, well, shit. Don't let any, don't let your kids go with anybody who looks like um Jehovah's Witness. But I was going to use. <laughs> <laughs> but if it looks just this man of a Fortune 500 company, no, nah. Not oh. to do activity. 
Yo, and how many stories have we read on the show where a grown ass man was hanging out with a kid and none of them end well? No. Who, who are these 18 year olds who kicking with 26 year olds, man? Yeah, I got a neighbor, right? And my neighbor, he, he's like, I don't know, 14, 15. See, good. I don't even know his name because we don't need to kick it like that. He's like 14, 15, maybe 16, something like that. And he's always trying to like, you know, kick it with me. Like we part. I'm like, I'm like, nah, dog. Like, no. He's right. Like, uh, man, you want to come over and uh, play PlayStation? Fuck no. I'm, I'm 30. Yeah. No. yeah. And, and 16 year old boy. Uh, <laughs> and I've seen this episode. <laughs> 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 uh, and, and and the thing about it, the sad part about it is that they just want to be cool because you're older. But nigga, we can't do the same thing. I can't take you to the club. I can, yeah. We can't drink. You know, we just can't roll like yeah, that. Yeah, there's too much shit we can't do together. Like, even if you were, say, 21 and I'm 30, we really can't get the same type of chicks together. Like, we really, there's a lot of shit that we can't really kick it. Like, we might be able to do stuff like if we were both trying to holler at chicks for that night, we could yeah. do but like say if I was at the age where I got a girl and I'm like, man, trying to go out on a double date, I can't go out with you in this bimbo. Like you not chicks ain't, <laughs> chicks ain't even worth talking to until they at least like twenty five, man. Like they don't they don't really it's like a period of maturity where you just be like, I can't relate to you no more. It's it's not their fault. Uh-huh. Everybody's stupid at that age. But I'm just saying I would not want to repeat those memories of talking to somebody that young like it's yeah it's just like we don't do the same shit no more you still need to go to the club you know what i'm saying i'm more of a lounge type dude now you know what i'm saying i'm more of a sit down and chill at the at the movies and have nice dinner afterwards type dude you know Hell yeah because uh some people suggested some places it was a derrick and them oh that sushi place and me yeah. and roger went to this fucking sushi place and we sat there and all you was poof Oh my god, it's techno like, music. At the sushi place? Yes. yes. They were rocking hard too. And I'm pretty sure, pretty sure we got propositioned by a prostitute. I think we did. Pretty too. sure. I just, we just didn't know the language. Yeah. But whatever it was, I don't remember what the lady yeah, said. I don't speak upper class escort, but I'm pretty sure she asked us something about some kind of party. <laughs> And I was, I was like, like, no. What? <laughs> Is she talking to us? I'm like, no, thank you. Did we man. fit a description or something? Yeah, and there was a lot of boobs in there, a lot of yeah, fake, fake boobs. boobs. Yeah. Yes, a lot of men spent a lot of money. Yeah, Panthers players. Yes, it was tens of thousands of dollars in boobs in there. Yeah, fuck that place. Um, <laughs> well, let's not be so hasty. Karen, Rod, relax. Let's hear this out first. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you would No, no, no. Of course, no. Of course, we slept with that prostitute. But I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. For the principal, it was the threesome, you know. Yeah. But but you know, since you want to bring it out, I mean, it was wonderful. <laughs> you know, but you know, we're not that to make public, though. You know, I did have to whip out my deal, though, DJ. You know, shots out, shots out. You know, I, that long stroke, I strapped it on real good too. <laughs> yeah, lol. So, um, this this last story: man who left cell phone in Silver Spring house charged in ten burglaries. Oh, but <laughs> people have been cursing out Pepco for nearly a week. I don't know what Pepco is, but now there may be a silver lining in the day's long power outage. Uh, oh, okay. So I guess Pepco is like the power, power company, company, yeah, for certain people. Okay. Mm-hmm. On Friday, two days after a powerful, quick-moving snowstorm cut power to 
210,000 people Pep, uh, who were Pepco customers, a man broke into a Silver Spring house to steal jewelry. That's That's been happening a lot lately in the eastern Montgomery County. Uh, about 40 homeowners have experienced a similar fate. The police have were uh, stymied. Uh, which brings us back to Silver Spring. As the burglar was rifling through the rooms in the house, the homeowner's son arrived and startled him. The burglar jumped out the window and fled. The son called police to search the house. They were stunned at what they found, a cell phone charging in an electric socket that didn't belong to the homeowner. Wow. The phone led the police to Cody Wilkins, who was now charged in 10 burglaries. So, oh damn! It's like, wait a minute, why not rob you? Go ahead, go ahead and charge my phone up so I can be sure I have some bars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, idiot. Yep. So, homeboy got caught, basically uh, charging his cell phone, and which is like you know digital fingerprints at the crime. Yes, it is. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, did he put some semen there too while he was at it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I <just> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, that's the last story of the day, man. Um, thank you guys for doing the show with thank us. Thank you. And uh, I'm sweating like a dog, but I can't believe you made it through the show, man. So, um, I, Thanks for having us. Uh, go, go ahead and uh, let's go with uh, Deidre first, and then Larry. Y'all go ahead and promote your site, and yeah. then do your Twitter name, and then um, and then we'll we'll close it up after that. Okay. Well. Um. If you want to catch me on Twitter, it's Miss Music Lover, which is M-S-M-U-S-I-C-L-O-V-E-R. Um, you can also catch me on my website, which is Miss Music Lover, same spelling, 99.com. And you can also catch me on ZillaSays.com as well. Um, uh, you can catch me on <laughs> uh, How to Catch a Predator. Uh <laughs> Nah, all jokes aside, uh, <laughs> find me on Twitter at Simpsay, S-I-M-P-S-E-I. Um, likewise, check out the uh, radio show on Blog Talk uh, Radio, um, uh, backslash, yeah, right, radio. Um, like I said, we, we hold the broadcast uh, Super Bowl Sunday for you guys, so hopefully have a little something leading into the game. So check us out. Cool, man. And of course, you can catch me in the drop top switch of four lanes on the highway screaming out money and a thing. Don't forget, you can find us, the Black Guy Tills. Just search for us iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic. Um, of course, you can call the show 704 557 0168. I mean, 0186. Woo! Uh, leave us a message there on our voicemail line at 704 557 0186. And uh, we answer those on Saturdays. Uh, since we won't be doing a Sunday show, that'll probably be uh, the best way to hit us up before uh, next week. Yeah, before the Super Bowl. We will do a Saturday show. We're just not doing a Sunday show. Yeah, you can email us, uh, theblackguytips at gmail.com. And uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. All right, man. So until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Yeah, partially functional 
Half of me is comfortable, the other half is close to the cliff, like Mrs. Huxtable. These boys got them hoses and cliffs, they pack like lunchables, like white boys in grade school, while we ate school made food, just eyeing they shit, wish I was trying they shit, knowing when mama hit the stove, she wasn't buying that shit, no I ain't crying a bit, man that's just life, that's how that shit work, you reach your hand to fire, you pull it back when you get burnt, gotta learn when you get hurt, even if it's with you, he beat you in, you went back, you's officially stupid, oh yeah, I Understand that's your man, you had a plan You've been together for some years You sticking with him for the kids So you overlook the tears But we both know that's a bad look It's 20 years from now, your daughter probably get her ass whooped Look, if it's too deep for the intro I'll find another use But just in case it's perfect Let me introduce Cole Hey For the intro, if so, I find another use. But just in case it's perfect, let me introduce. It's cold. I had a dream and so I made a move. A ill ass nigga who just so happened to stay in school. Still rap for hustlers and motherfuckers that hated school. Said that's for busters that heard my shit and I made it cool. It's safe to say that I'm gifted as if I'm Christmas shopping. I got gangsta niggas lining up in admissions office. Ain't possibly cause all the hoes and niggas scrape a lot of shit up on my plate. So you know a nigga late to my first class. I much rather sit up in first class. Should I admit that a slutty bitch was my first smash? Was an experience, so nah, I didn't wear it out. Always thought my first time would be someone I can't. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. What about this, Vija? You don't love me? Come on, give me a kiss. You <laughs> 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 said that like somebody's grandmama. Come on, man, boy. Let me try and get yeah, you right now. You caught that? I was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't talk too sexy, you know. I got to say that for later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, y'all get off this call, then. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to y'all later, man. Peace. All right, later. All right, peace. Bye.